With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. De Bruyne, one mil city, for And Pogba leaves for McTominay! Kane! Oh, what a finish! And Chibu Puki! Salah to settle it! And Ruben Neves! William for Chelsea! And that could be the goal that seals the title for Liverpool at long last! De Bruyne, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages... EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable, with your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, Campione, Campione, ole, 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 Campione, Campione, ole, 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 welcome to a tad predictable this is the champions reveal episode the episode where we get to celebrate our banquet or burnet winner obviously we announced last week we had the scores there were no appeals everyone was happy with the scores it's undisputed banquet or burnet champion of the world 2020 2021 jody McKennis, aka spursy141 on Welcome to the show and officially undisputed champions. Congratulations. The champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Just call me Jody Lioness McKinnis from now on, I think. Jody Lioness McKinnis. As you said, you you this season you were honing into the Amanda Nunes mantra of things and, and you adopted the Amanda Nunes nickname on this podcast. Obviously, we had in the finals Alex, Jake, Paul, Letitia with you in that final. Now, we know Amanda is all about winning in MMA when it comes to the UFC. She's got a dominant record at the moment, pound for pound. I don't know if many can argue that she's the best at the moment. And you've proved that you're also the best. Um, how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Thank you. Um, commiserations to Alex you put up a good fight but the lioness was just too strong for Jake Paul this time around so maybe next year maybe next year but yeah I'm feeling good thank you I'm I'm shocked and very delighted Um, it feels absolutely amazing to finally win something when it comes to football I was channeling everything into this after the constant disappointment with Spurs over the last few months so yeah I'm I'm feeling ecstatic (laughs) interesting and and we might get you to Explain a bit more about that Spurs season, maybe get some of your thoughts. I mean, when, when we've got you here, we may as well tap into some of the you know knowledge that you have as a Spurs fan and, and being a Spurs fan for many years, just to get an idea of, 
of what you thought about the season and some very spicy news regarding managers now obviously Spurs are in the hunt for a manager at time of recording so we'll, we'll get into all of that but Jody I, I, I want to dive into this last bank it or burn it for this season the grand final we put you head to head with Alex Letizier you end up getting 39 out of 50 which was 78 percent this was higher than your your record last time around you you know um to qualify for the finals to qualify for the finals you and Alex both got 18 out of 25 on separate episodes of a tad predictable that meant we had to have a tiebreaker we meant ended up making it the final game week of the Premier League season you guys go head to head now that 18 out of 25 was only 72 percent and here you come into the finals on the big stage and maybe similar to Amanda Nunes on the big stage when the bright lights are shining time for big match temperament you not only just match your 72 percent you improve that you get 78 <laughs> percent correct how did you approach going into this game break it down for us and maybe you don't want to give all of the secrets away because I'm, I'm i'm assuming and we'll get on to this maybe next year you want to be defending uh your championship but how did you feel going into that prediction section were you nervous about the knee slides i know i know <laughs> there were no banquet for knee slide goal celebrations just talk us through that whole process of, of dealing with the finals um yeah i i did feel quite nervous um there's there were so many games um and i'm used to only having to do five in the early rounds that we were doing so yeah that that was quite nerve-wracking um quite a lot of stamina was needed for that <laughs> um i thought you know what i thought there'd be quite a few low scoring games due to it being the last game of the season um and because i was predicting low scoring games i decided that there wouldn't be many opportunities for headed goals and knee slide celebrations and and that kind of thing um, I know Alex had banked a few headed goals um, and there weren't that many throughout the um, throughout that weekend. So maybe that's kind of where I took the lead, I'm thinking. But um, yeah, I think I was quite conservative when it came to the, uh, as we've spoken about, knee slide goal celebrations and also the uh, headed goals. So yeah, maybe more of a conservative approach I took, I'd say. <laughs> and, you know, one of the key things for you, in this predictions episode, this finals one was question C, where under 20 clearances, you burned every single one of them. So clearly you were hoping that there were going to be more than 20 clearances throughout the, 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 the game week. And it turned out that there were more than 20 clearances in all of the games. Uh, was, was that something you had seen previously in, in previous episodes that you'd done or just game weeks throughout the season? Yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, most of the season there were more than 20 clearances so I was thinking that this would be the case this time around as well yeah there they, they really weren't many and I mean there were many sorry should I rather say there were many on, 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 on this game week and it allowed for you to obviously go and smash this in terms of burning all of the under 20 clearances one I, I get the whole under, under and over banking and burning it can get confusing but yeah um, I just also want to congratulate you on getting five out of five for the Spurs game now obviously Spurs went and won that game as well so that must have been just the cherry on top of the cake for you getting five out of five for your team as we said you are a Spurs fan um, that should have felt good right 
Yeah, what can I say? I know my boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't quite believe I got five out of five for that one. The match actually turned out quite different to how I predicted it. Um, as I said, I think I said it was going to be 2-1 to Leicester. Um, but, I mean, there you go. So <laughs> I think it kind of paid out that Spurs were ended up being the more dominating force. I don't know how they were, but uh, the, the game was kind of reversed. But my predictions came true. So, <laughs> ah, so, it, so it helped your predictions, perhaps. Interesting yeah. stuff. Um, and just as a side note, and I know, you know, you being a regular on the show, the listeners have heard of you doing really well in Fantasy League this season, the, the official Premier League Fantasy League. Just curious, did did you go and win that as well? I know you had two leagues that you were focusing on. Um, how, how did that end up going? You know what? I'm actually super impressed with myself um, as I've had a couple of years off fantasy and I ended up starting a week late this year as well. Um, so yeah, I ended up coming first in one league, um, this league I was dominating for the majority of the season and ended up being 50 points in front of the guy below me. So that turned out quite well for me. Um, and then the second one, I ended up coming second in the end. Um, I was, I was leading, um, the league for quite a few weeks, but ended up coming, I think it was 18 or 19 points below the guy in front. Um, so yeah, that was a bit disappointing. Um, I had Kane and Son from the very beginning, and I think that's probably where I got my head start as they were such a powerhouse this season. Um, and I think captaining Kane for the majority of the season was the best thing that I could have ever done. So I guess a few few tips there for uh, any um, future fantasy <laughs> players. <laughs> and speaking of Kane and Son, obviously we, we mentioned we want to pick your brain on Spurs this season. How did you find... Spurs' season in the end, obviously, there were the ups of, you know, being top of the league for a brief moment. And then there were the, the, the lows, you know, Mourinho getting fired six days before a final, um, oh. not winning the final in the end. And then kind of tailoring off, not just in Europe, you know, arguably that was one of the reasons Mourinho was released from his duties. But also in the league, in terms of getting that top four spot, the coveted Champions League spot, tailing off towards the end there the season ends with a win but under a manager who wasn't going to get the, the you know the 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 permanent manager's job you've not got a new manager position lined up i mean i mean you know at time of recording you guys haven't announced a new manager yet but there certainly are some contenders talk to us about spurs talk to us about i, mean, I, I don't know if you want to you, you know uh, talk about harry kane and and whether or not he's leaving or not I, I can imagine you you've had to talk about that at length and at nauseum um anytime you have to talk about spurs but yeah just tell us what you thought about the spurs season yeah i mean yeah um, you've nailed it there i mean it started off on such it was such a roller coaster ride um for us and we started out just dominating the season we were top of the league for quite a few weeks there and that was just so um, impressive and such a you know an amazing thing to be as part of a Spurs fan um, I guess the sacking of Mourinho came out of left field for me um, I don't know well I know that there were a lot of Spurs fans who weren't his biggest fan um, and they were calling for him to be sacked for months but I honestly didn't see it coming to you know this soon myself um, I wasn't entirely happy with some of the coaching decisions he made especially kind of in the more recent months but I think the way that he was sacked just six days before we were due to play the cup final, given you know his success rate when it comes to finals, was pretty poor form. Um, I also think it was extremely harsh giving Mason only six days to prepare. The poor guy didn't really stand a chance against that Man City squad. So 
Um, I think in terms of, you know, Mourinho and, and that situation, um, it was a bit it was a bit tough for him um, there. Um, I guess in terms of the Carabao Cup, um, I mean, I don't think there's any Spurs fan out there who were confident that we would win that. Um, but we should have been confident that our players would at least put up a winning performance. Um, it was honestly one of the worst matches that I've seen in a long time. There are only a couple of players who looked like they wanted to be there. And if it wasn't for Larice, the score probably would have been a lot worse for us. Um, you know, there's so many problems going on with the team. The players have just been look, looking so tired um, and disinterested in recent times. Um, there's just so much inconsistency. Um, it's just been, you know, really, really, really sad time for us Spurs fans. And I think the only thing that could probably... Um, you know, make things better for us is getting this new manager in place and trying to sort out, you know, the problems and everything that's going on there. Um, it's, yeah, it's been a, a tough time. <laughs> very, very interesting. And admittedly, as you say, it's a tough time for Spurs and, and Spurs fans, but maybe there's a glimmer of hope now, you know, that, that, that um, new hope that comes with a new manager uh, I, I don't know if you can capitalize on a new manager bounce at you know this early in, you know this early into the transfer window. May, maybe it can be a transfer window man of manager bounce, in, opposed to you know uh, the, the first couple of games of, of of a manager. And as we say, he's going yeah. to be in charge for the whole of preseason. We assume um, yeah. because there, there is a lot of talk, and 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 at at, at time of recording. There's mention of Conte being a front runner and, and positive mm-hmm. talks being held with him. Um, yeah. We've mentioned, I mean, we, we've heard some of the likes of Ten Hag being mentioned. Um, <laughs> he, it's, you know, in, at Ajax, and, and I think, you know, I, I don't know how much we can put weight to that one, but it is there, <laughs> it's out there. Um, and, and a couple of other managers, some interesting ones as well. Uh, you're looking at the, the likes of Eddie Howe is always going to be thrown in there because he's not necessarily in a job at the moment. Nuno um, just left Wolves as well. He's in talks, but Everton also need a new manager. So I wonder, are you guys going to be competing for the same profile managers or, or you know, the same caliber of managers? Is it going to be different? It, it will all be, you know, kind of unveiled um, as the announcements come. But do you have mm-hmm. a favorite in terms of the manager race or maybe someone you think is, is more likely or, or just an all-round just general feeling of, of the whole manager situation? And obviously, I, I assume you echo in, in the sense of hoping that they get in before preseason starts so they can have the squad there to embed their philosophy and their plans and obviously be involved in the transfer window. Yeah, I mean, like you say, there's been a lot of rumours. Um, Twitter's been a rife of <laughs> rumours <laughs> lately. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's an exciting time. I mean, I know I was saying a couple of weeks ago that I was, you know, just waiting for the season to end and I couldn't wait for the season to end because it's just been such a disappointing and depressing time. But um, I'm currently feeling a bit excited about next season and I – you know, it all depends, obviously, on who we're going to get to to be our manager. But um, I'm hoping that we are going to have some good news, and it's going to be somebody who will um, help to sort of bring in some change that's needed within the team. Um, 
I guess, I mean, you didn't mention Poch then when you talked about oh, Angels. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, forget? for me, I mean, I don't know where we stand with him at the moment. I think there's been some recent um, talks in the last maybe day or so with regards to that, but I'm not 100% up to speed there. Um, but for me, kind of the three that are in the sort of title race at the moment would be Poch, Conte and Ten Hag. Um with regards to Poch, I really don't know how to feel about it. I mean, my heart says yes, my head says no. Um, I know there have been some serious talks with him, but I'm not 100% sure, um, like I said, on the latest with regards to that. Um, he'd be great because he understands the club really well. Um, but I think, yeah, it would be more of a project for him. Um, and, you know, we really want to be able to trust him, like, with a rebuild. Um I think he would have to do a serious clear out of some of the players that have already played for him. I think it would, you know, it would be just um, a mistake to kind of keep the current squad as they are that have already played with him, you know, with the results that we've been getting. So I think if, if he was to come in, he needs to do a serious clear out there. And, you know, the Levy would need to really back him so that it can have, you know, a whole load of new players behind him for that. Um, Conte, I mean... To be honest, for me, it's currently looking like it's probably going to be Conte. I mean, I'm—I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping um, <laughs> that it's going to be Conte out of the others that you've mentioned. But you know, I'm also worried about the longevity of of him, especially you know um, if Levy pays the fee that I've seen kind of flying around for him as well. I think he's going to be um, expecting quite a large fee there. And if he does come in, we you know we want trophies with him. Um, I think he'll be great. I think he'll be, you know, just what we need if, you know, we want to win trophies. But then is it going to be similar to Mourinho? Will the current squad listen to him? You know, I don't know if they did with Mourinho as well. So is it just going to be kind of repeating what, what happened before? Um, I think we'll need to put up a lot of money. I think he's going to expect, you know, some experienced players and he's going to want people that are going to want to, you know, listen and play for him. So... Yeah, I, I don't really know. The only thing, you know, I have seen in recent days as well is that um, potentially Kane, you know, will he stay if we get somebody like Conte? Who knows? Um, it, I think I saw a quote saying that, um, you know, Conte was saying Harry Kane is a dream striker. So, you know, is that something that Levy's maybe playing if he can get Conte and will he be able to keep Kane and build out the squad? there so who knows it's an exciting time and I'm just hoping that we're not going to be disappointed so yeah I guess that's where I <laughs> that's how I feel about it at the moment yeah the, the Conte one interests me because he left into Milan because they weren't going to be backing him this offseason yeah. and, and there were yeah. rumblings of Lukaku might be sold as well to try and mm -hmm. balance the books so if he's coming in and then Kane's getting sold off the bat how how you know is is that a, a a point of conflict is that where these talks are kind of stalling at the moment is are you guys just going to sell Kane because I could have stayed at Inter for this because they were yeah. going to sell Lukaku it's a, it's a similar type thing and Lukaku had a phenomenal season for Inter Milan this past season now maybe the club is saying look Kane wants to go and and we're going to let him go but every single cent that comes in for Kane you can use in the transfer market then mm -hmm. maybe that could be something that in, that entices Conte that okay at least I can recruit someone to come in 
you know, whether to replace Kane or get yeah. a, a bunch of pieces to replace what he brought yeah. to the team. It will yeah. be very interesting to see. With Poch, I kind of feel it's too soon to go back to an ex. Yeah, I, 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 agree. I, think, <laughs> I agree. I think maybe a little too bit of time soon. and then bring him Way in. Way too soon. Yeah, I know so, he wants to come back eventually, but it's just too soon, I think. I agree. Yeah, and, and also the, the amount it would cost to get him out of that PSG contract, I think maybe yeah. a bit much. And, and that then eats into the the funds that he would be available in the transfer window, maybe. I don't know. But it, but it, it will be interesting and definitely something we'll be keeping a close eye on and certainly keeping a close eye on your Twitter account to, to get news on that and, and your thoughts on, on those things as as and when they come through. Um, in terms of just housekeeping from my end, uh, obviously next season, we, we, we kind of looking forward to next season. Premier League is over in case someone, you know, woke up today welcome uh but yeah next season we want to be having another banquet or burn it season obviously uh jody before i forget your prize has been shipped as far as i've been told, <laughs> what's I've, my prize <laughs> I've, I've been told in my ear by the producer don't forget to mention the prize has been shipped the prize has been shipped shipped oh, that's exciting so when it does arrive um if you could take a picture with it or post a video with it or, or whatever the case may be um, just sure. to show that it has arrived, show the people what it is that you did win. That's really exciting for us. Um, so yeah, so it's just waiting for that to get to you and then hopefully from your perspective, you can defend it next year and then I guess we don't have to then ship it off to, to, to the next winner. <laughs> I guess that would make our lives easier or obviously for those that will be competing next season, they'll be wanting to take that prize for the year, but we will see um, what well, happens next season. I know Guy Conor McGregor Drinkle was giving it large, saying that he's got the title on lock next year, but I think he's got some serious work to do if he thinks he can take my title away. Just saying. Oh, there's a feud brewing already. I love it. I love it. So we will see who Guy has a response to that, but that that is really cool. So, and as I mentioned towards the end of the season, we do also have a fans predictions page if the fans want to get involved. That one, unfortunately, doesn't involve the banquet or burn it. But what we do have is we have a predictions page that fans can log on to, give your Premier League predictions for that game week. Um, all, those, all the fixtures will be there. You give your prediction in terms of score lines for each of those games and your points get tallied um, over the course of the season and you know, we, we will have a winner next season. So there will be a prize for the winner of next season's one. I, I did ask um, the guys that were on the leaderboard this season to to reach out to me. They haven't yet. So, But if, if they do reach out to me, we will obviously talk to them. But um, just for clarification, John Webb won this season's one with 276 points, which was amazing. He ended up winning by nine points. Chris Harris, unfortunately, coming second there with uh, 267 points. So John Webb, if you are listening, send me uh, either a tweet, uh, just a normal public tweet, or a DM uh, just to bring you, um, you to my attention. And then next season, we are definitely, definitely going to have a prize up for grads for people that play that as well. So guys, next season, definitely um, step up because I know fans, they're always reaching out and saying, oh, predicting in the Premier League, I, I could do a better job. Well, you know, put your money where your mouth is. If you really think you can do a better job, then join in 
at eplindex.com stroke predictions. That's eplindex.com stroke predictions. If you sign up there, we're going to have a league up there. As I said, each week you just enter your scores into there and we will have a winner come end of next season. And, and that's next season. This season, as I said, we're here celebrating our 2020-2021 Bank It or Burn It champion, Joni McKinnis, taking one for Spurs this season, as she said. Maybe not as much um, for Spurs to celebrate this season, but they can celebrate a Bank It or Burn It championship. Jody, thank you so much for coming onto the show, um, gracing us with your presence. Is there anything that you want to plug, put over, promote, or talk about before we wrap up the show? Um, just a shout out to Spurs official. Please hurry up and make the announcement. <laughs> I'm impatiently waiting with a bunch of other Spurs fans. We've been 45 days now without a manager, so please get the job done. Um, also, to everyone else, you can find me on Twitter at Spursy141. Um, happy to engage with all football fans um, and Spurs fans on all things transfer-wise, manager-wise, and even Euros-wise um, until the Premier League season kicks off again. Um, but yeah, follow me on Twitter and happy to um, engage and talk to you there. Interesting. And, and one last thing. Uh, you mentioned last time that you, you would be playing American NFL fantasy football as well this coming season. Are, are, you, are you dipping into too many pots here in terms of, is that a concern for you, trying to defend your Bank It or Burner championship, playing, I'm assuming, playing English Premier League fantasy le- next season and playing NFL fantasy next season? How are you going to do this? Oh, I'm very curious. Look, I'm Amanda Lioness Nunes. I mean, she can do anything, right? <laughs> and she does um, have two belts. She defends two in belts. two different weight she defends classes. Two so. titles. That's exactly right. I mean, I think for the NFL thing, I'm going to be have a few late nights ahead of me. Um, but, you know, bring it on. It's going to be my first year doing it. And I'm excited to see what happens there. So, yeah, bring on, that, bring on the challenge, I say. That is exciting. <laughs> that is it. Let, we'll, we'll, we'll keep keep in touch with you in terms of, obviously, you'll be on the show for Bank of Bernard and, and just general guests uh, of the show, being a, uh, one of the resident guests of the show. But we'll keep in touch and, and keep a close eye on how you do in NFL Fantasy. We're rooting for you. Um, EPL Fantasy, hopefully you can defend the crown that you did win and, and try and get the, the crown where you came second, try and wrestle that away from the person that won it. Um, and then obviously Bank It or Burn It. We wish you luck. We wish all of our guests next season luck for Bank It or Burn It. And, you know, may the best person win. That will be interesting. From my end, just to mention that, obviously, as I said, Bank It or Burn It is coming back next season. We'll see if Jodie McInnes can defend her crown. That will be interesting. We've got that predictions for the fans. Uh, scoreline predictions. You go onto the website. You you. Just fill in the scores for each game week. Make sure you do it each each week, obviously, um, so that your points get recorded. Once again, that website, uh, eplindex.com stroke predictions. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, we'll, we'll see. To, we'll try and get you guys all in there and, and involved in that and, and see who takes the prize home for that one. In terms of this podcast, obviously, as we said, Premier League is over. So we're going into the postseason. What we're going to do is we're going to try and do it bi-weekly. And so every two weeks, we're going to bring out a podcast and we're just going to have a little bit of fun 
with you know you'll recognize some of the guests maybe we'll have some new guests on as well we'll just play some fun prediction games we'll base it around the euros we'll base it around transfer window that's transfer window for both managers and players so perhaps if Spurs haven't gotten a manager in two weeks' time, they might be in, in with a shot for, for some of the games that we have planned for the rest of the postseason. But yeah, just to keep you guys abreast of what's going on behind the scenes here, we spoke, as, as you know, last week we spoke to Guy and we mentioned some of the plans we wanted to do. We then went and spoke to the suits up, upstairs, got the confirmation. Um, so we're going to do every two weeks. We're going to have some fun games, so definitely look out for those podcasts, interact with the Twitter accounts and all of that good stuff, uh, and that should be really fun. A huge, huge thank you to our presenting sponsors, Liberty Shield. You guys can go to libertyshield.com to check out all of their awesome VPN package services. It's just such an awesome, awesome um, service and, and package in terms of making sure that all of your internet needs are met there. Um also to eplindex.com, our other presenting sponsors. They've been awesome to us. They're still going to have content rolling out. I know it says eplindex.com, but they're going to have awesome Euros information. As I said, it, it's a lovely one-stop website. If you want all the news on which games are being played, who's playing, you know, who, who are the people to look out for the, during the tournament and all of that good stuff, as well as keeping up to date with the merry-go-round that may happen with not just managers, but players during the postseason, go check out eplindex.com. It will have everything you ever need there. Um, obviously, two for the podcast with Dave Hendrick. That's still running, so check that out. We've got the EPL roundtable with Kev DeVries. He sits down with panelists of respective EPL teams. I'm assuming similar to last year that he's maybe going to get a deep dive of some of the different teams. Um, maybe sit down with the panelists from the individual teams instead of the group roundtable that they usually do. And it's a nice episode. We've obviously had the fortune of having a Spurs fan here. So we've gotten some in-depth look into Spurs and, and how the fans are, are feeling about that. If you want to hear about other clubs, check that out. Look out for, for some of the episodes that they may be bringing out. Also, guys, go follow this Twitter page at ATADPredictable. That's the best way to find out about everything that this podcast is involved in. You can go follow at EPL Index. As I said, perfect one-stop shop. You follow that account, you will be abreast of all the news happening in the world of football. Uh, subscribe to the EPL Index podcast channel on your podcast providers. That will guarantee that you never miss an episode of A Tad Predictable. Give it five stars. Write some positive comments if you guys feel so inclined. That really, really helps us um, out a lot. Uh, it goes a long way. As I said, also mention us to our presenting sponsors, Liberty Shield. Mention us to EPL Index. Let them know that you heard about them from us. That also really helps us and, and helps them know that you guys obviously are engaging and, and doing well in, from that perspective. And we're doing well in promoting their stuff. And, and, and it just makes everything so harmonious and it just works out so well from my end check out at tad predicts you'll be able to find out everything that i'm doing there not just doing a, a tad predictable in terms of soccer predictions but interesting stuff that i'll be doing more and more in terms of a wrestling prediction show so yeah we've already recorded two episodes of that and that one's on youtube so interesting you get to see my face um <laughs> but yeah we so check out at a tad predicts i mean at tad predicts 
to see some of the fun I'm doing on that side of things. As I said, I've also got some Liverpool stuff on there. I'm a part of Anfield Index as well, the sister site of EPL Index. Um, so yeah, everything you need to know about me from a podcast and, and, and YouTube side of things, you can check it out there. The lovely lady that does our guest intros, our Bank It or Burn It champion, and our guest today, wow, so many titles, Jody at Spursy141. As I say, go follow her, go keep up with all of the things that she's going to be involved in. Fantasy Premier League, Fantasy NFL, Bank It or Burn It trying to go back to back. Can she defend her title? We will find out next season, but don't forget to tune in to our postseason content. That's going to be really fun. Huge thank you to all of our guests that were on this year. I'm thinking of Alex Letizier, um, Dave Hendrick, Obi Semenya, Kalen, um, Jake Jackman was on. I don't want to forget anyone. Dan Fitzpatrick was also on at one point in time. We've had a whole host of people. If I have forgotten anyone, I do apologize. Um, but of course, last but not least, a huge thank you to our executive producer behind the glass. He's been in front of the mic a few times and he's been in my ear throughout <laughs> A huge thank you to Guy Drinkill for all of the editing, the pre-pod work, the post-pod work, the in-between pod work, the social media stuff, everything that he's been involved in. Guys, go follow at Guy Drinkle. Send him a huge thank you from me to him. I've obviously sent him a huge thank you. But if you want to, from you know the fans of the podcast, that would really put a smile on my face. And I know it would put a huge smile on his face and he would really appreciate that. A huge thank you to Guy Drinkle for awesome work this season as i said he's got more work to do with the postseason stuff and then gearing for next season that should be fun i will leave you with this chisinga perry chino shura Podcast Network.